let's let's talk about the table today. Everybody say the table. And you see, meron tayong mesa na nakahanda dito. Fine dining, you know, there's a nice plate and everything, the food. It's all ready. Nakahanda. Itong table nito, just like last week, nang pinag-usapan natin about sa table ng hari, haring King David, nung siya ay naging hari, hindi na yung anak ni Saul, yung king of Israel, sabi ni God, I will choose a different king. So, pinili niya si David. Pero yung anak ng hari na si Jonathan, nakipag-covenant kasi best friend sila ni David. Dapat magkaaway kasi si Jonathan ang nararapat na maging prince. Except that God chose David. Pero friends sila. The Bible said Jonathan loved David with all his heart. So nakipag-covenant, which is something na hindi ganun ka-common sa panahon na ngayon. A covenant, merong, merong kasal, pero grabing lalim ng kahulugan ng covenant nung sinauna, it was until death. Really, it was not something you could just annul. It was until death. And ang covenant may exchange. Mga exchange names, exchange vows, exchange weapons, exchange resources. And the highlight of a covenant was bloodshed. Yung kunting sugat-sugat sa kamay, di ba? And then they will become blood brothers sa pamamagitan ng blood compact. So kaya, until now, meron tayong tradition na pag ikaw ay nananako sa court, raise your right hand. Di ba? O pag may oath-taking, raise your right hand. Or yung handshake, I left over yan from the blood compact. Yung dugo na sinugatan dito yan. And then yung mga dugo natin, they mix. And that was a highlight. So blood was a part of every binding covenant. And the other highlight was a meal at a table. Na sometimes a full meal, sometimes yung symbolic lang, bread and wine, pero makikipag-exchange food to each other. Parang sa kasal, di ba? May cutting of the wedding cake. Merong toasting of the champagne, yung mga ganon. So it, it's, it launches the covenant. It's like a celebration to kick off and activate na lahat na mga benefits, lahat na mga exchanges na napinugusapan nila as a merger of two parties at kasama ang lahat ng kanilang mga anak or ang mga future na anak at yung kanilang future na apo and all the way down, lahat ng mga kasama in that tribe of the representative head, kasali sila. And so the table was very strategic, very important sa covenant kasi ito yung parang grand celebration to kick off. And David, nung namatay si Saul at si Jonathan, minsan nagtanong si King David, meron bang buhay pa sa family ni Saul who I can not patayin but who I can show kindness to? The Hebrew word chesed means an undeserved kindness, a grace, basi sa covenant. So sabi ni David, is there anyone remaining na buhay pa from the line of Saul, yung pamilya ni Saul, that I can show kindness to on behalf of Jonathan? Hindi dahil kay Saul, kasi kalaban yan eh. Pero may covenant sila ni Jonathan. So sabi ni David, is there anyone that I can do good to, not because they deserve it, but because of my friend? Jonathan. And if you could rewind and hear the story last week, napaka-significant kasi si King David, 
represents the Father God, the King of Kings, the powerful one. Now, siya may mesa. Siya yung lahat ng provisions and abundance. He's the one in power. And Jonathan, na namatay noon, she represents Jesus, God the Son. Na kung saan nakipag-covenant si Jesus sa God the Father and shed His blood. Blood compact. And he obeyed and he, he loved the Father. And the Father loved the Son. So sila, na father, God the Father, God the Son has this perfect relational compact. And tayo, we represent Mephibosheth, yung apo ni Saul, na kung saan na, napilayan siya, lumpo siya in both legs, na nakakatira sa isang dry, terrible place called Lodibar na kung saan na walang bunga, walang pag-asa, wala siyang future. And hinanap siya at sinabi ni King David kay Mephibosheth, you will always be welcome at my table. So si Mephibosheth na he's not worthy, pero dahil lang connected siya sa kanyang tatay ni si Jonathan, dahil lang sa kanyang relationship kay Jonathan, naisali sa covenant. Sinama ni King David at sinabi niya, because of my promise, because of my usapan, kasunduan with your dad, you are included and you will always be welcome. That's us. Not because we deserve it. Not because we have a good track record. But simply because nakipag-connect tayo kay Jesus and Jesus has a perfect track record sa Ama. He has perfect covenant with no sin and dahil lang doon sa kanyang kasunduan with the, with the Heavenly Father, nakiki-ride on tayo. It's good news. That's why we call it a good deal meal. A happy meal. Because this meal, and, and mamaya will take the meal, the bread, the wine, you call it the Lord's Supper, the communion, or the Eucharist, or the Mass. When you take that, hindi siya opportunity na maging malungkot. Ito ay pakakatoon na mag-celebrate. Because we remember the deal. The, the, it's a good deal for us. Lahat ng kasamaan ko ay napalitan with the deposits and the track record of Jesus. Lahat ng aking mga kasalanan ay nabura na because of the covenant of Jesus' death on the cross. And today, I just want to expand this thing about this concept about the table. Kasi itong table is filled with all the good things. And I like to call this a table which represents a place of grace. It's a place, write that down. The table represents a place of covenant grace. It's a place where hindi mo akalain, you'll be eating habang nananood ang mga kaaway, ang mga demonyo and the devil na nang gustong uh, nakawin na ka ng iyong love and, and of your peace. He wants na sirain ang buhay mo. He wants to destroy your relationships. The devil, according to John 10.10, he comes to kill and steal and destroy. Nice niyang wasakin ang buhay mo. 
so that you have no future and you don't enjoy a relationship close to God. But Jesus said, I have come to give you life na umaapaw. Abundant. And I love this Bible verse, uh, Psalms chapter 23, verse 5. Siguro kabisado kay sa Psalms 23, that the Lord is my shepherd and I will lack no nothing. So on and on, nandun yung mga benefits na sinasabi ni David na the Lord is like my shepherd. Ako parang tupa niya. And on verse 5, he said, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Now take note. Nung sinauna, pag, syempre, madalas may, may mga battles. Pag nakipagdigmaan ang dalawang army, then, syempre, pagod na pagod. After fighting and they're wounded and got gutom and everything, the winning army would sit down in front of, in the presence of, ang mga surviving losers at kakain sila sa harapan ng mga... Can you imagine teasing your kalaba, you know? Uh, talo kayo, ha? And they're eating, wow, fried chicken. You know, and drinking some cold water, you know, Coke or and, and they would just torment, you know, because the enemies have to suffer and watch you eat and enjoy while they have nothing. And I think that is the kind of one-two punch that Christians can give to the devil. Because the devil, your enemy, is in the presence of you at the table. And the more you enjoy, the more you feast on the word of God, his fellowship, the more you drink of his spirit, and the more na frustrate siya because his plans don't work on you. The more he's frustrated, the more he's defeated, the more hindi niya kayang hawakan ka, and you are more celebrating your freedom from his agenda sa buhay mo table in the presence of my enemies. And I want to just share with you a few things. Now, this covenant table, the place of grace, okay? Of course, it's not a physical place. It's not a physical meal only. But it's it's that status, that sitting at the table represents yung pamumuhay natin, yung status that we are with the king. Because he prepared this Tinawag ka. Stay at my table. You're always welcome here. Papasok ako, Revelations 3.20. Papasok ako sa inyo. When, you, when I knock on the door, you open. I'll come in and we'll eat together. That is a covenant ceremony. We'll eat together. We'll launch our covenant. But there are three benefits that I want to share with you. The first one of being on the table of covenant grace is the Peace. And this is a covenant word. Sa Hebrew, original language ni ng Bible is the word shalom. Have you heard the word shalom? And that word shalom is a very beautiful word na andami mga kasama doon. It could mean not just absence of war, but peace means salvation, wholeness, healing. You know, uh, it, it, it means so much. And in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10, ito yung covenant na promise ni God. He said, the mountains may move 
and the hills may disappear. But even then, my faithful love, that's covenant love or chesed in Hebrew, my covenant loyalty for you will remain. And then he says, my covenant of shalom, my covenant of peace will never be broken. And Jesus said over in John chapter 14, that the peace na ibibigay niya sa mga nagtitiwala sa kanya is not like what you think. Pag ngayon, pag naririnig natin yung word peace, we're thinking, ay, wala pang peace sa Middle East. You know, walang peace with uh, China and U.S. or yung ganon. So look at this clip. You could see what most people think about peace. I would have to say world peace. Definitely world peace. That's easy. World peace. World peace. What is the one most important thing our society needs? That would be harsher punishment for parole violators, Stan. <laughs> and world peace. Akala ng mga tao na world peace, di ba madalas pag may May bir- oh, anong wish mo para sa birthday? Oh, uh, good health and world peace. You know? Pag, okay, uh, let's uh, pray for... Uh, anong prayer request mo? Madalas, uh, sasabihin nila, uh, good health and world peace. Everybody wants world peace. Pero sabi ni Jesus in John chapter 14, verse 27, ang peace na ibibigay ko sa'yo as a gift, it's not the peace that the world can give. Hindi ito manggagaling sa circumstances. Yung peace is not na tumahimik ang governments. Tumahimik ang mga gulo sa labas. But it's a peace na kung saan mayroong quietness and trust and rest inside of you. So kahit na ikaw ay nasa kalagitnaan ng gulo, stormy season of your life, you know, financial burdens and relationships are going uh, bad, Pressures, deadlines. Sino sa inyo nakaka-relate? No? May mga days na you don't feel peace. May mga days na ang gulo-gulo and you just want to go to the mountain and escape. You want to run away and go to the beach or someplace na tahimik, malin. Pero wala. Na ang gulo. Gulo ng buhay. Sabi ni Jesus, it's the peace na pwedeng magamit sa kalagitnaan ng iyong bagyo. Remember when Jesus was on the boat? And it was stormy and natatakot yung mga seamen na friends niya, na expert seamen yan. And they were afraid. Sabi nila, mamamatay na kami. Sabi ni Jesus, peace. Kinausap niya ang waves. And when peace, be still. Ibig sabihin, he was even sleeping na kulang, chill lang siya, kahit magulo sa labas. But inside of his mind and heart, he's fine. He's at peace. In fact, he was so full of peace he could export his peace into the atmosphere and change the atmosphere. And I believe that's the peace that Jesus wants to give you. Peace of your heart and peace in your mind. Kung saan, you will be a, a game changer at your work. You will change atmospheres in your home. It's a peace that, according to Philippians 4 verse 7, it surpasses exceeds anything we can understand. Kumbaga, he gets a human logic. There's a peace that God will give you. 
And so that's the peace. And where do you get that? From hanging out at the covenant table. You get that peace from here. The other thing that's a benefit, table of grace will give you protection. And everybody these days is looking for protection. You know, we want protection or I guess mas madalas ang word na ginagamit natin is security. Diba? Uh, financial stability. Or sasabihin nila, mag-aasawa ako pag financially secured na ako. Or relational security. Physical security. Laging security. It's a big business. CCTVs. Alarms. What, what do you call that? The, the dash cam? Sa, sa TV? Sa, 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 sa Everybody is wanting to be protected and secured. But you know, real protection doesn't come from human gadgets. Tunayna protection comes from who you're with, not what you have. It's not amount of money. How much money do you need to be protected? Ako, may mga kaibigan ako mayaman and they're paranoid of getting robbed or losing something, you know? And, and how much money will it take for you to be protected? It's not about what you have. It's about who you're with. Naalala ko nung grade 1 ako, pumasok ako sa school. Brand new school kasi hindi na ako kinder eh. Grade 1 na. So, nasa elementary school. Nung that time, elementary was grade 1 to 4. And yung kuya ko, nasa grade 4, ako starting lang sa grade 1. So siya, ilang years na, 4 years na siya sa, four, pang 4th year na siya sa school na yan. And when I went sa classroom, syempre sabay iyakan pag umalis na si mommy. And andun, alam mo yung feeling na pag first day kinakabahan. And I will, I will look down sa hallway, after na lumabas ako sa classroom, I could see at the end of the hallway, doon sa dulo, yan yung mga classroom ng 4th grade. And once na nakita ko yung aking kuya, somehow I felt protected. Kaya hindi kami laging nakakasundo. <laughs> but still, that's my brother. And I'm not very far from him. So I felt that anything goes wrong, meron akong backup. Meron akong mag-defend sa akin. And you know what? When you're in a covenant with God, when you are included at the table of God's grace, ikaw ay namumuhay sa status na kung saan hindi ka na cut off from God. You are remembered. You're connected to the Lord. You have protection. It's a covenant privilege. It says over here in Genesis chapter 15 verse 1, Nong si God ay kinausap niya si Abram, hindi pa Abraham, Abram, in a vision. The Lord said to Abram, I am your shield. I am your very great reward. Hindi niya sinabi niya, I'll give you a shield. I'll shield you pag kinakailangan mo. Ang sinabi niya, Abram, I am your shield. Nung sinabi niya yun, it was very understood na that was a covenant promise. Just like when Jonathan gave King David yung kanyang bow and arrow, yung kanyang spear, ganun. God is saying, I will give you myself, ako mismo, ang mag-shield sa'yo. And that was something that Abram took with him all of his life. 
And totoo, tinupad na ni God yung kanyang pangako. Anytime someone tried to go against Abram, yari sila. Talagang, it went bad for them. Because the Lord said, I'll curse those who curse you. I'll bless those who bless you. That is the covenant like this. Kung ikaw ay ma-invite at tanggapin mo ang invitation na umupo sa table ng hari in that status relationship, you have protection. Isaiah chapter 48, uh, 49 verse 8. The Lord says, I'll answer you in a time of favor and on the day of salvation, I'll guard and protect you and give you as a covenant for the people. Paulit-ulit sinasabi ni Lord, I will fight for you. Hindi mo kailangan i-defend ang sarili mo. I will fight for you. Grabe. Do you realize God is not fighting you? He's fighting for you. Hindi siya against your finances or your family. He's fighting for you. He is your shield. Nang bablock siya. Stay behind him. Stay with him. Because he, hindi siya laban sa'yo. He's for you. God is a defender. And the third thing that I'll mention, what do you think? It starts with the letter P probably, right? Peace, protection, provision. Yeah, all right, provision. Ito, ganda. Kasi yung root word dyan is provide. Si Lord talaga ang ating tunay na SSS. Maasahan mo siya as the source, S. The supply and the sustainer. Iniisip yung mga iba na paano pag malaki na ako, pag ay pag matanda na ako, paano yung retirement ko? Eh, sana yung mga anak ko magano sa akin pag matanda na. Mga ganon, people think their children will be their sustainer. They, my kids will be my insurance policy, my retirement plan. No, the Lord is your source. Punta ka sa, sa Kanya. He's the supply unlimited, hindi nauubusan, and He will sustain you basi sa kanyang covenant na pangako. His loyalty to Jesus will get you secured if you're connected to Jesus. Hindi nakaka-apply sa mga hindi pa connected kay Jesus. Si Mephibosheth, yung apo ni Saul, only because he's the son of Jonathan, kaya siya may pwesto sa table. Pero no one else Yung mga alipin niya, yung mga iba pang kaibigan ni Saul, hindi kasali. You had to be connected to the one who's in covenant. Tayo naman, we have to be connected to the perfect one na nakipag-covenant kay Father God. And that's Jesus. But we have the provisions. He says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, Remember the Lord your God. Remember, yung last two weeks ago, ang pinag-usapan natin was about remember. Remember means the opposite of dismember or to be cut off, disconnected, detached. Remember is to reconnect. It's to remember. Like you member ng katawan, nakakonect sa'yo. And to remember is a covenant word because you take the promise and the truth and the benefits of yung nangyari noon and you import it to the present situation. That's why when we take the bread ng Lord's Supper and the, and the wine, we drink that. Sabi ni Jesus, you do this to re-member me. Ibig sabihin, eh, 
tayo, how could we remember Jesus? Eh, wala naman tayo doon. Pag sinabi ko kay Lenima, oh, you remember our wedding naman ni Bambi? Eh, wala siya doon. How can she remember? She was never there. So remember doesn't mean mental lang. It means to grab from the past, act the, the reality na nangyari sa past, and activate it for your present need. Remember the Lord your God. It is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth and in doing so, confirms His covenant. Philippians 4.19, God will supply all your needs. So, lahat ng mga benefits nito, yung peace, the shalom, the protection, the provision, lahat nito is possible. This is all available because of God's presence. Yung presensya ng Diyos, na yan ang gusto kong i-highlight ngayon, yung presensya ng Diyos ay well, dalawang aspeto ng presensya ng Diyos. One is, alam na natin na God is everywhere. Diba? Saan ka makakapunta sa mundo na wala si God? Kahit punta ka sa Antarctica, God is present there. Sa buwan, gusto mo, Mars, kahit saan ka pupunta, God is there. Because God is everywhere. Naniniwala ba tayo doon? God is everywhere. Kahit nasa CR, sa loob dyan, He's everywhere. He can see everything. And this is what we refer to as omni, means all. Omnipresence ni God. It's, he's all present. 24-7, di natutulog ang Dios, right? So He's omnipresent. But in another aspect, God makes Himself obvious. And that is called the manifest presence of God. Nag-manifest. Nag, uh, the word manifest means to make uh, known, felt, heard, seen, recognized, or understood. So pag nag-gets mo na ang presensya ng Diyos ay naririto, that would be His presence manifested. Maski na hindi ka aware Omnipresence pa rin ni God everywhere here. Kasa bahay, kung saan ka nag-party kagabi, God is there. Pero hindi ka aware, hindi ka, uh, you know, hindi ka masyadong napapansin, para kang pakialam. It's just omnipresent. Pero once na, na naging obvious sa iyo na, wow, God is here. And you, you heard some message in your heart from Him. And you, you understood maybe for the first time na grabe, nandito si God. Then, yan ang tinatawag na manifest presence. Minsan, tumatayo pa ang balahibo. Minsan, na, nagiging warm ang, sa, sa down the... Or you just iyak na hindi mo maintindihan. And madalas nangyayari ito when we're worshiping God. Worshiping na hindi niri-resist, but we just go into and allow yung presensya niya to, to, to manifest on you. So, hindi lang siya ang present, but you become present to Him. He's already present, omni. But when you become like present to Him, then make connection na mararanasan mo yung manifested presence. And it's not good just to teach this. You have to experience it. 
useless na pag explain ko sa mind and mental and all of this and I, I could give you all the background and the Hebrew te- it doesn't help unless you will taste and see that the Lord is good useless to talk about chocolate ice cream and tell me all the ingredients you know and tell me it's it's uh you know zero degrees celsius and da-da-da. useless yan just give me a taste i don't want to know about it i want to taste it and then parang ganun yung presence ni god the presence of god is so wonderful na hindi baka nami-miss out ka hindi mo alam kung what you're missing out on now most of us have friends sino sa inyo may barkada and you love to spend time with your friends right Parang um, kung pwede lang, eh, araw-araw, kung walang trabaho. What do you love about spending time with your friends in their presence? Bakit ka mahilig na mag-hang out or, makipag, uh, or makisama sa mga kaibigan? Sige, sag, sa, sagutin mo. Ay, tawanan. Okay? My, my, laughter is good medicine. So, tawanan. Pag nakakatawa ang mga kaibigan mo, you like to be in that presence kasi ang ganda, happy, no? Ano pa? Ano pang dahilan kung bakit ka na nananatili sa mga friends mo? Okay, sabi niya, you feel accepted. Ano yan? May pagkain? Kung yan ang, basta Pilipino, yan ang culture, no? Ano pa? Ano pa? Ano, why do you spend time with your friends? Why do you like it? You feel accepted? You feel safe. You feel happy. Okay. And you feel happy. So all of these are things that akala mo, makukuha mo lang sa barkada. And then, yung ilan sa atin, we nahihirapan na mag-make time for, for like going to a cell group or going to church. Kasi iniisip na, yung nakukuha ko with my friends, hindi ko makukuha at church. Kasi iba yun eh. Parang formal, ang seryoso. And, and iba. Basta iba ang joy. Iba yung acceptance. Iba yung karanasan ko in the presence of my friends. But I'm telling you, you might be missing out on something if you only knew kung anong meron sa presensya ng Diyos. Example, you're happy with your friends, right? Did you know you can be happy in the presence of the Lord? Psalms chapter 16, verse 11. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at His right hand, jan mismo, sa presensya ng Diyos, there are pleasures forevermore. Sa ibang salita, pleasures, is, it's fun. It's pleasurable. Masaya. Sa Tagalog, masaya. So there is happiness. There is a deep joy and fun in the presence of God. Ako'y naniniwala na to be in the presence of God, hindi kailangan na sobrang deadma, sobrang formal, sobrang, parang funeral service ang dating. Hindi na kailangan ganon. You can have fun. You can enjoy. You can be happy. You can smile. You can high five yung mga, yung mga katabi mo. You can, just what you do, tawanan. Although, hindi naman ako joke teller. Ako, ako yung, yung, uh, yung, yung pastor na hindi, hindi ako masyadong joker. You know? Medyo serious type ako. But I like it when, you, when, you're, when you're having fun. Kung gusto mo mag-joke, si Zion ang magaling mag-joke. 
But what else? You, sa, sa mga barkada, you feel accepted, right? Did you know that in God's presence, you're accepted? There's no condemnation ever in Christ. And it says in 1 John 3, 19, we know that we belong. We belong to the truth. We're on that side of the truth. And we feel at ease in the presence of God. Feel at ease. Yeah, madalas we just say feel at home. You know, be yourself. Just be natural. You don't have to be somebody different. We like to be with them because in their presence, I can be myself. Right? I just be myself. Well, with the Lord, you can feel at ease. You can, you can feel that you belong. Because He'll never reject you. He'll never disown you. And what else? You get identity in the presence of God. The more na makikilala mo si God, the more makikilala mo sarili mo. So He knows how you're designed and what you're supposed to be. So many benefits. Yung, yung minsan, we like to be with friends kasi parang kung kasama ko sa mga group nito, aangat ang buhay ko. Ito mga businessmen, ito yung mga, mga magagaling na musicians. So if I'm with them, makikiride on ako sa kanilang pag, parang mga talento nila, ang kanilang mga, uh, yung galing nila, matalino. So minsan, we like na not only our friends, but what they will give us, what they can do for us. Well, what can God, being in the presence of God, makes you wise. Aangat talaga ang buhay mo when you're in the presence of God. So there's so many benefits there. Uh, when you're with the Lord and He's with you, His hand is on you, you have so many benefits. Je- Joseph, yung favorite son ni Israel, Jacob, bininta siya sa anang mga kapatid niya and he became a slave. So bad trip talaga ang nangyari sa kanya. But, the Bible said the Lord was with him and prospered him. Maski na sa kulungan siya, maski na slave siya, inangat siya ni Lord. And he became like the, the head mayora or mayor of the jail. You know, he became like the favored one among all the slaves. Until such time, God put him as number two in charge of the whole superpower of Egypt. See, King David, the Lord was with him. Paulit-ulit, pag sinabi na, the Lord was with him. And even though you walk, sometimes walk, through the valley of the shadow of death, okay, so, mahirap, dangerous, the, you will not be afraid because the Lord is with you. The presence of God. So, more presence of God. The presence of God is not to be underestimated. So, paano tayo may, may sasabuhay? ang mensahe nito. Kasi maganda na sabihin natin na pag ako ay tinawag ni God and, and by faith, by faith, ako ay nagre-respond at tatanggapin ko si Jesus bilang aking tagapagligtas. Then what happens is you will be included in the covenant not re- without regard to your performance. Only with regards to your relationship with Jesus you can be Included. Don't worry. Your performance will change later. Because sitting at the table, you don't, diba sabi ko, you don't have to get clean first and then come to the table. 
Yan ang ano sa nanay ko. Dati nung naglalaro kami sa mud, sa putik, sa labas, sabi niya, hindi ka pwedeng umupo sa table hanggang sa maligo ka muna. Palitan mong damit mo, di ba? That was for that. But at God's table, you don't have to clean up your life first and then then you're welcome. Come as you are. Because the table has a power that mismong table will clean you. As you eat the bread and drink the wine and take the fruit and fellowship in the presence of the king. Let's have the king come here. There's the king. And the king will bring you. The, bring, the king will bring someone with him. Imagine ikaw si Mephibosheth. From last week, ang pangalan niya last week, Mephibosheth. So, in the presence of the king, the Lord God, king of kings, siya mismo ang mag-aayos sa'yo. Kung magulo, kung hindi, hindi ka righteous ang pamumuhay mo, kung may mga dumi, may kasalanan, just come as you are and you will see that there will be changes. Being at the table will transform your life. You will have effortless change. Rather than trying to fix yourself, clean yourself, change your habit, you cannot do it on your own. How long does that last? Sorry, Lord, sorry. It doesn't work. Trying to fix yourself, change your own life, it doesn't, it's not effective. The only thing that can really bring lasting transformation and godly living is to be there in the presence of the king. And the good news is it's a free gift of grace because of what Jesus did. And when you're there, ipakakaloob sa iyo ng Holy Spirit, ang Holy Spirit na siya ang bahala na mag-reprogram sa software mo. Siya na mag-reprogram sa, sa mind. And as you feast and eat the Word of God and drink His Spirit, it will start to change how you think. It will start to change your priorities. I'm not telling you the theory. Yan ang nangyari sa buhay ko. When I received Jesus, I just dared to believe that he's, He accepts me as is where is. But as I started to love Him and get to know Him, His power started to change what I loved. Yung dati, boring ako sa ganito, ngayon, yan ang gustong gusto ko. Yung dati mga kasalanan na secretly, yun ang hilig ko, ngayon wala na akong gana. Napalitan na yung appetites. Friends, being at the presence of God is the best thing that can happen to your life. And so, ang application natin, peace, protection, provision, the first, it's going to be triple A today. Alright, triple A. So, the first A is to acknowledge the presence of God. Acknowledge. Pag sa mga formal events, di ba? Mga meeting or program, at dumating, lahat ng mga tao nandiyan na, at dumating na yung VIP, siguro guest speaker or politiko, ganon, they would say, okay, mag-a-announce yung MC, let us now acknowledge the arrival of our guest of honor and speaker, the honorable governor, cha-cha-cha, ganon, and lahat palakpakan, di ba? Tatayo. Kung ano yung ginagawa mo, they titigil na yung conversations and they would turn and give acknowledgement. Kaysa yung 
pumasok siya na lahat, lahat nag-i-snob. So when we said to acknowledge the presence of God, you just don't snob Him. Nag, nagbibigay ka ng halaga. You, you give honor. You, you, you acknowledge the Lord is here. And I will not just, uh, you know, continue, you know, Facebook, Facebook, or kung ano yung ginagawa. When, when you know the Lord is present, you acknowledge. Other things can wait. Talagang you give importance. You give acknowledgement. That's why in worship, we stand. Kasi, ano bang respect pag ikaw ay nakaganito na may pumasok ng dignitary? Yung mga ambassador, president, ganun, tapos nakaganon ka pa rin. Or tumayaw, tumayaw ka, pero, you know, and then dinadead mo mo siya. They don't like that, di ba? To give honor, you stand, you clap, you smile. Alam mo nung sinauna, bawal na makisamangot sa presence ni King. You could be put to death for that. So talagang mapipilitin ka na nang mag-smile kasi batas yan. You have to smile when the king is present. Ayaw niya ng dead ma. And I believe the Lord wants us to joy, to have joy. That's why he says rejoice in the Lord. It's not a, it's not a question mark. It's, it's a imperative. Rejoice before the Lord. So acknowledge him. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 6 says, In all of your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths. Second thing, the second letter A is to be aware. Aware of the presence of God. You know, he's always with you. But you have to understand, never is God absent. Hindi siya nalilate, hindi siya uma-absent. Kahit nasabihin mo, hindi ito Sunday, wala, hindi ito church day. This is Tuesday, this is Thursday. Marami akong schedule ngayon. Wala akong time, uh, religion, or you know, worship. But you gotta stay aware. The Lord is present. Psalms chapter 46 verse 1 says, The Lord is our refuge. Takbuhan siya. And our, our fortress. Refuge and strength. He's an ever-present help in times of trouble. Di siya marunong umabsent. And I, I think that awareness is where you are always in scan mode. Sino sa inyo may virus scanner sa, sa computer? And it's just always working sa background. Lagi siya It's just aware. Of course, that's a virus is the bad one. But what if you had a goodness scanner in your mind? You know, yung, yung awareness is laging naka mode na, what do you call it, scan mode. And you're always sensitive and hyper-aware of any of the goodnesses of God. Madalas kasi, we take the opposite is laging nag scan para ma-reklamo. You know, reklamo. This. So, we need to be aware of God's presence and always on that mode of looking for Ayan, there is God. He's working. You know, kahit may mangyari na hindi, ma, hindi gusto, hindi mo gusto, but inside of there, somewhere, you're looking, you're scanning. Anong part ng, anong silver lining nitong nangyayari that I can say, ayan, yun pala si God. Nasabi ko kanina yung, uh, yung 
shipment ng building materials para sa ating champion center ay dumating na sa Pilipinas. Pero sobrang late na. Supposed to be last August and dito na. Sobrang delayed. And, you know, our friends from America ha- already had their tickets. Nakabili na nakaschedule na. Siyempre, may mga responsibility sila doon. So parang na-discourage na ako, honestly. Kasi papunta sila dito na wala naman yung gamit. Paano sila makakapagpatayo ng building na wala yung gamit? And I really appreciate Jake. He encouraged me, my Uncle Jake, because siya, he was scanning for the move of God. Paniniwala niya, the, God is always present even in situations na akala natin talagang palpak ito, walang solution, walang pagasa. But he saw the presence of God, the, the move of God is that kahit delayed, merong purpose si God sa delay na yan. It was so that magbibigay ng enough time and we would focus doon sa foundation mo na. Sa cemento, sa, sa ilalim, yung hindi nakikita. And siyempre, it makes sense, di ba? Kasi kung gusto mong papatayo ng building, you have to go down before you go up. You have to establish a foundation first. And that applies to relationships, everything. But he saw what God is doing. In Samanya, that is what God is doing. That is the presence of God in this situation. See, John the Baptist, yung pinsan ni Jesus na nauna sa kanya sa ministry, and ang kanyang message was, the kingdom of God is near. Malapit na. Nung dumating si Jesus naman, sabi niya, the kingdom of God is here. At pagkalipas ng ilang taon, nakulong si John the Baptist. And habang siya'y nasa kulungan, nagdududa siya sa kanyang faith about Jesus. Kaya nagpadala siya ng messengers kay Jesus na magtanong, are you really the one? Ikaw ba talaga na Messiah? Or should we look for someone else? So, maririnig mo sa tone of voice niya na parang may samang loob. Because siya, nasa kulungan, si Jesus, he's going to parties every night with his friends. And he's not rescuing John the Baptist from jail. And here's what you can see. John the Baptist became so aware about what Jesus was not doing, meaning he was not helping me out of jail. He was not promoting me to be with you guys at the party. He was not doing this, not doing that. Pero sabi ni Jesus sa mga disciples ni John, balikan niyo si John at sabihin mo sa kanya that blind are now seeing. Yung mga hindi nakakalakad, nakakalakad na. The deaf can hear. The dead people are being raised. People are hearing the good news. It's being preached. So sabihin mo and siguraduhin mo na John becomes aware of all the things that I am doing. Make John aware. Tell him what all is going on. Para makita niya, maging aware si John of the presence of God in this, in this season. And friends, if you are so aware of your complaints, if you're so aware of what God is not doing, yung prayer na hindi sinagot so far, you know, maybe you're, you're praying and praying, Lord, I want to go abroad. Bakit denied akong visa ko? Lord, bakit hanggang ngayon single pa ako? Bakit hanggang ngayon gipit ako, lubog ako sa utang? And, and you might be so hyper-aware 
of what God is not doing in your life, that it opens up a spirit of offense. And maybe underneath, you start having this tampo kay God. Ano ba talaga? God provides, God provides. Jan, sinasabi niyang ganito. All things work together for good. Pero ganito, nakakaroon tayo ng samang loob. Because hindi nakakuha yung gusto mo. And nagiging sobrang aware. Instead of aware of God's presence, you become aware of yung walang, wala kang present. <laughs> for, wala kang you know, you start being aware of what God is not doing. So be aware. Stay aware of what God is doing. Don't look at what He's not doing. Look at what He's doing. Goodness of God, scan mode. And always be looking for what He's doing. And the third thing is to avail of the presence of God. Avail of those benefits at the table. Ako in. You know, it's not enough Now, ikaw yung naniniwala na God is omnipresent. You have to avail or to, per, listen, personally experience His presence. Have a taste. Jump in. God is really good. When you get close to God and, and dare to have an intimate relationship with Him, magmula sa puso, personally, not just knowledge, knowing things about Him, but truly entering to experience His presence. Hayaan mo na siya matouch yung heart mo. And when you experience Him, then you will avail of everything that comes from His hand. Enter into God's presence. Now, paano? Ha- anong ibig sabihin, enter into His presence? San ba si God? Everywhere. So, paano ako maka-enter? The Bible says in Psalms 100 and verse 4, I will, you know, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Simpling, simply lang. Sinong marunong magpasalamat? Come on, madali lang yun, di ba? Pwedeng isipin mo, isulat mo na 20 or 50 things that you are thankful for. And then start thanking him. Tuloy-tuloy. Just say, thank you, Lord, for this and my family, Lord, my health and my job and Thank you for the church. Thank you for... And you start thanking Him. Sadyain mo. Stop complaining about and start thanking Him. And then praise Him. What does it mean to praise? Begin ng magnification. Magnify Him. Make Him look famous. Make Him look amazing. With your words, with your lifestyle. Praise and thanks is how you enter His presence. James 4 verse 8 says, If you come close to God... Mararanasan mo, he's coming close to you. And where two or three are gathered together. Kaya wag solo flight. You can spend time alone with God. Walang problema yan. Pero wag laging solo flight. You need people. Two or three, sabi ni Jesus in Matthew chapter 18. Where two or three are gathered together. Naroroon ako sa kalagitnaan ng kanilang fellowship. That could be at your house, at a cafe, Work, school, wherever. SFCC. But two, three, or more. And when you do that and you say, come on, let's pray. Let's enter the presence of God. Let's, let's have thanks. You don't need the pastor with you. You don't need a special, you know, religious ceremony. You can just enter his presence anywhere, anytime. 
So avail. And you will, like what Mephibosheth here is doing. Halos uh, kalahating inubusin yung manok. They're eating together. Masaya sila. Masaya si Mephibosheth kasi hindi lang dahil masarap ang pagkain, kundi dahil kasama niya si Haring. It's not about what you get. It's not about the benefits of what you get. It's about who you get to be with. Is that it? It's because when you're with him, everything else will follow. When, you know, if, if, I, if I hire a driver na sumama sa akin, harika, punta tayo Manila, I will not let the driver pay for the gas. Mag-stopover kami para mag-snacks, provided yung mga snacks niya. Do you understand? The driver will not need to pay the insurance for the car. And the same thing, when you're with somebody who brings you to the table, you don't pay your own way. It's a table of grace. Just avail. Just say thank you. The best way to honor him and pay him back is to just enjoy. And don't try to pay for it with your religiosity with your good works with your you know reasoning that I'm a good person and I deserve to be here stop it already it's not about what you've done or what you promised to do it's not even about your love for God it's all about his love for you first John says this is real love not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son as a payment sacrifice for our sins. Friends, today, if you're here and you're hearing this message and you're wondering, nakaka-apply ba ito sa akin? Ako'y ba ay pwedeng makipag-status ng ganito to be in the presence of God? Hiyang-hiya ako eh. Dami kong kasalanan. Hindi ako karapat-dapat doon. Sa SFCC pa lang, doon ako sa likod para low profile, baka maggalit sa akin ba, mabuking mga kasalanan ko dito. No, hindi ka mapapahiya dito. And you will never be put to shame. If you call on the name of the Lord Jesus, you will be saved. He's already called your name. At the cross, He died for you and He said, I, 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 I want you. You're valuable to me. And so you are made righteous. Not righteous in performance, but you're made righteous through the covenant with Jesus. And if you dare to believe that, acknowledge His presence today. Acknowledge Jesus. Bigyan ng pansin. Huwag mo siyang isnob. Stay aware of His presence and avail of His presence. Not just the things He'll give you, but Him.